Here in America, work is in trouble. We've offshored our manufacturing, sent away good jobs, and lost so much ability to make things. American Giant is a company that's pushing back against this tide. They make high-quality clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more right here in the USA. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com. Promo code STAPLE20. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's poppin' everybody? Hello and welcome to Popcorn Culture. My name is Ben Carlin and I am your host. Here with me today is my special guest, Jay. The other host. That's right. No. Oh yeah. I leaned into it. The other host of this year podcast. My understanding was that if I just like, if I, if I just said, yeah, he's a special guest, that's fine. Like you don't need to be the special guest. Like he's the special guest. I'll give you that title. Right. That you would just be like, look, I understand what you're trying to lean into it, but my strategy is to, is to, is to not be what you say. So no matter what, basically. (laughs) That can both work for you or against you. It could. It could. It could. We'll see. This is a games of manipulation. Who knows? Yeah. That's what you're playing over there. As much as the podcast is a a conversation that we have once a week with each other, I also feel like the opening dialogue is like a small little saga, you know? Yeah. Like we're getting like little itty bits of. Someone's going to edit together one day just just the opening bits. Just the opening bits. Just see like the saga of the the one true host, the special guest, the other host, the co-host. Right, right, right. So that like you yeah. kind of get like this big long narrative that's basically exactly the same thing on repeat. Well, not entirely. I feel like there's been lots of drama, you know? Oh yeah, was, ups, downs, I mean, all arounds. Yeah, people are, you know, people are signing up for Team Jazzy J all the time over on the Patreon. Well, all the time. Not, I mean, when there when there's Team Buzzy B available, yeah. you know. I mean, it's right there. It's one click away. Yeah, but alphabetically, does it feel as good? I don't know. Alphabetically speaking, Buzzy <laughs> Buzzy B comes first twice. Just saying. <laughs> They, well, you can't discount the alphabet, that's for sure. Ben, do you have a corny joke for us? Because we totally forgot last time. We, almost. We, we did totally forgot. I think that we actually ended up including it in the uh, After the Final Pop, which is our uh, small follow-up bit of bonus content that you can get over on Patreon. That's right. Jay, what do you call shoes made of banana peels? Slippers? Yes! Oh! I think that's the first one you've ever gotten. Oh, no, I got... Is it? I thought we did a snowman one where it smelled like carrots or something. Oh, was yeah. That one? I think that was one once. Yeah. That's a good point. Slippers. That's a good point. Slippers oh, because you slip on a I banana peel. I immediately went to the scene in Black Panther where she's like... Guess what I call them? Sneakers. Uh, get it? Because you you don't you don't get it. Okay. You, don't, you don't you don't get it. Oh my gosh! What what is the origin? I need to know of why banana peels are so like so associated with slipping. Like, I feel like it must originate from like slapstick comedy, like Three Stooges or Charlie Chaplin kind of stuff. But that's my guess. Otherwise, it is. It was like a heavily featured thing in like Looney Tunes and cartoons. Right. Like someone someone decided at some point in time, though, to be like, you know, it could be kind of slippery. That's always on the ground. 
a banana peel. Right. Like, why not like an apple core? It's so like ingrained into our culture. Like, it's like Mario Kart. That's an item. You slip on banana peels. Slip on banana peels. Let's yeah. see here. And this is me. Like, I'm just going completely off the cuff. I Googled live and it says, as it turns out, the discovery of what makes them so earned a, wow. I think that I was reading, you know how Google gives you like the answer to your question very frequently like it's smart enough to like go through and like yeah like put it pil- at the top result it, it pilfers you know yeah. and then it and then it gives you like the answer up top well yeah. every once in a while this thing happens where it like gives you an answer that's like ingrained into like the middle of what is already a paragraph yeah because it has determined like that's the answer this is where the answer is but it's like I, trying to show uh, it is what happened it gave you a paragraph that is the answer but it also bolded the words you searched to like show off how accurate yes okay yes yes yes, yeah. yes. it did do that but then and it makes it hard to read because just the words you searched are bolded. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. Banana peels are especially slippery even when compared to other fruits peels because of polysaccharide molecules in the peel. Well, this doesn't explain why pop culture has adopted the slippery banana peel. It it does not yeah. explain that, but it is interesting that they are in fact slipperier. Yeah. Do you think that someone must have just like legitimately slipped on a banana peel at some point in time and it was just so hysterical? For sure. For sure. This had to originate with someone actually slipping on a banana peel. The first ever banana peel slip. Yeah. If I could have been there for that. What an iconic moment in history that nobody's ever seen. Someone must know this. Someone must know. Or someone can research further than our one Google search result. They, they are one Google search result. Yeah, typically yeah. that's all. That's that's all you need, Jay. In that, order to know all things about all things, plug it into Google, read the top result, and you're done. That that could be like a whole podcast. It's just one Google search result. And one it's just, Google search. You have result. an answer, and it's just like you. Or like what what your worldview would be if only your if your perception was only the top result on Google. Ooh, mm. how very interesting. <sighs> Man, who knows? Who does know? Well, that's very interesting anyway. So I, I, I am enjoying our conversation about banana peels, but I also need to tell you that I have had an interesting development in the wonderful world of dog poop. Oh, you have an, you have dog poop lady update? Well, kind of. Okay. Kind of dog poop lady update. Okay. Did I say that right? Yeah, I think I got it right. Yeah. All the words in the correct order. People know where I'm going with it. Okay, so I had, I had an interaction with... I feel like I feel like it, it is what people refer to as a Karen. Oh, okay. You know, like 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 we're, I I'm not a hundred percent sure I would use the term Karen correctly, but like someone who complains to customer service and causes a fuss, like your middle aged aunt who's like causing a fuss about everything, like a kerfuffle. Right. So to speak. Yeah. 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 You okay. know, where it, where like, you know, maybe you ordered like a medium rare steak and it's medium and oh, it's they're like, like sending it back. And it's like the greatest tragedy of all tragedies. Right. Causing it, a lot of drama with the waiter. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Homeowners mm-hmm. association, like the person who's like standing in your yard with like the ruler and they're oh. like, you're supposed to be three inches. What's up with this 2.35? They're upset that you cut your grass too short. Yes. In this situation. In this situation. They, they want it longer. Well, you have to be careful with grass. If you cut it too short, occasionally it will cause die off. Oh. But do you want to know what else apparently causes die off in lawns? Too high? Dog poop. Oh. I see. It's, I wait. I managed to come full circle somehow. You managed to, but I'm gonna immediately sidetrack it. Okay. Immediately sidetrack so, it. So because like golf courses, which they are what's what's the grass height on that normally? Like one centimeter? Okay, okay. Fair question. This is actually and one of those things. It's a very different kind of grass. Okay. But they're like insanely well manicured. And the point of wit is that it's very low grass. Well the yes, because you can't like, you know, putt on 
you can't put on like tall grass yeah. like you would have in your yard. Yeah, no. Bermuda grass uh, is what apparently they use. That's for, golf grass for putting greens. Is, okay, is Bermuda grass now is. The putting green, the same grass as the fairway, as the same grass as the rough? Do you know? You were asking me so many questions. Bet I needed, you, I thought, you, you started spitting off grass facts and I was, I needed to know, I, did, I was like, I didn't know Ben knew about grass. I need, I have questions. You need more grass facts? Hang well, on, hang on. My lawnmower, when, like, the guy I hired to, like, mow my lawn, not my, not my machine, my lawnmower, uh, when he came over to give me, like, my first, like, you know, to ask me his, his spiel about what, like, one of the questions on, like, the top of his list is, like, how high do you want the grass? It's like, oh, I was immediately like, oh. He's like, I normally just set it to about three inches and that, you know, if, if people like it, I'll just stick it there. That's my default. And I was like, yeah, sounds good to me, dude. <laughs> you yeah. clearly have spent more time it. thinking about grass height than I have. I can't tell you how impressed I am with the guy who mows my lawn. Because when I think about it, like, in my life, I've probably mowed, I don't know, the grass 100, 200 times. I, you know, you'd think you do something that many times. You're like, I'm pretty expert at it. I'm, I got this down. You've almost got your 10,000 hours in mowing the lawn. Right. Like, you figure, if you if you have mowed the yard 200 times in your life, you are probably pretty good at it. Certainly. Yeah. Yeah. You would think so. You would think so. Until you talk to my guy, Steve, who mows 14 yards a day. What? You know what I'm saying? Like, he's knocking out, he's knocking out 100 yards a week. He's mowed so many more yards than you. Right, like, you can't imagine how much better someone could be at mowing the grass than you. Well, you know what I mean? I, I don't know. I almost feel like you can because this is something that, like, in my in my years of mowing the grass, yeah. I have slowly, like, adopted more essential tools that I consider, like, absolutely required yeah. to have successfully mowed the grass. Right. Like, it's not it's not for me. It's not just my lawnmower. Yeah. I also have my weed eater. Yeah. And my leaf blower. Yeah. Which I think the leaf blower, unsung hero of a clean looking lawn. Oh, it absolutely is. You're right that you you need all three of those things as a base. Yes. But here's here's what I would say. Like obviously you're you're way better at it probably than I am. But I bet well, Steve came well. in. It, I bet if I bet if you had Steve come over and and mowed your grass, you'd be like, "What have I even been doing? Like, have I like, even been mowing? I it? Was exactly. I using scissors prior? <laughs> exactly. You're like, even even if you're getting the same result, you're gonna be like, what was that like? Ten minutes? Okay. You know, like the way he's like shifting in and out of equipment is so fast. Oh. You know oh. what I mean? It's crazy. He's got quick releases. He's got quick releases. He's got like arm guards. He's got safety. He's got like backup mowers based on like moisture. You know, based on moisture. Yeah, it's like it's too, this one's it's too wet for this mower today. I got to use this one. Today. I got to use the other. Or one. I'm I'm in rotation. I used this one last week. Got to let it rest. You know. Like, okay. Oh, I think Steve would hate my yard. You wonder why? Why? Because I live on a triangle. You live on. A tri it is it actually, and it's not just a triangle. It's four triangles. Four triangles. Yeah. With a with a steep part. With a steep part. Yeah, he's got a mower for that. Well, okay, but yeah. you know, <laughs> does he have a triangle shaped mower for triangle shaped yards? I don't think. The uh, shape of the mower matters. The shape of the mower matters as much. It's just gonna whatever it goes over. It's just gonna cut. It's just gonna cut. Oh my gosh! When I when I moved into my my current house and I discovered how triangular my lot is, I was like. This is so infuriating for mowing the lawn because like what I used to love about mowing the lawn was just like walking in like one big long straight, turning around, going back in the other straight, turning around, going back in the other straight. Oh. It was so satisfying. Oh, you're a back and forther. A back and well, it doesn't matter, Jay, because on a triangle there is no back and forth. Right. It's just constantly pinging around in very short bursts of Ooh, triangles. Okay. But when you had a square yard, you would go down, back, down, back, down, back. 
down back down back down back down okay. back yeah. i was like i was more of a spiral man a sp- i would do i would go down right right i was just making a very concentric right turns what yeah what happens when you get to the middle and you're only taking like three steps before each turn fantastic it feels great. Oh, this is weird. Oh no, yeah, that's that's that. It feels amazing. You get to that. It's like what you're waiting for. Like every single time you make a lap around the yard, it's like a little bit shorter. A little bit shorter. It's like you know shorter. what? I have less to do now. Yeah. It's a giant game of snake. It, it is a giant game of snake. Yeah. That was my that was my preferred strategy on on yards. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Not my strategy whatsoever. Strategy yeah. No, I, I like big long stretches so that you can have like the tall grass in one area and then like the perfectly cut grass right next to it. Although the other thing I've discovered and is I've that I've got perfectly cut grass in every direction, though. You know well, what I'm saying? I, I understand. I understand. But no, I yeah. Mowing mowing my yard is like one of these things that I like simultaneously love to do, but it is just horrifically frustrating. Mm. And there's also the people who lived there prior did this amazing thing, which was put in like uh, reasonably nice landscaping on the property, yeah. which looks really good when mm. everything's tidy. But it also means you have to go around all these trees all the time. Yeah. And they're like set in an offset. So like literally there's this one area where I have to figure eight through a whole bunch of trees. <sighs> you should try my concentric circles, man. There is no way to do a concentric circle Look, inside around, of my triangle. Look, no, no, here, you go around the complete edge of the triangle and anytime you get to the part where you have to like get to a tree and you like accidentally like intersect another spot and you've like created a new island of grass, great news, you can go finish off that entire island and you get that feeling of like, whew, just finished a whole section all at once. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm just saying, if you if you're looking to mix it up, if I'm looking Concentric triangles up. might be the answer to your problem. <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah. Good point. I will I will be surely to give that a go. But yeah, I will say, no, leaf blower, total unsung hero. Yeah. This is totally one of those things where I, I don't get very judgy or high horsey on just about anything. But I do think that one of the things that I picked up on was that like if you were formerly, I could like see anyone whose grass is just actively not long and be like, well, wow, what a well-maintained yard. But now if there's like grass clippings like on the walkways, it's like, yeah. Oh man, they didn't leaf blow. Huh. Wow. Interesting. Wow. Should I go get mine and just do it for them real quick? Or would oh. that be the total Karen thing to do? That, oh, I see. I was like, bring it a full circle. Bring it a full right, circle. Tell me your, full tell triangle, me. rather. Full triangle. I brought yes. it. Yes. Cons- to bring a full triangle. Concentric triangles. Oh, boy. Okay, let's talk about your Karen. Okay, so, this, so the- I, I, do, I do need to clarify because this is an expansion of the dog poop saga. However, it, it's a uh, it's a new boss, new- so to speak. Okay, so, so not the same lady who was picking up poop from your yard. Not the same. So yes, that's what I was having prior is I was having, uh, I, I looked outside one day while drinking coffee and there was this lady who literally had like a grocery bag full of grocery bags, full of poop. And <laughs> this, is, this is the grossest hobby ever. It's the weirdest thing ever. And we, I think we threw it out to the pop and we were saying like, is it possible that they're using this for like compost or something like that? Like for gardening purposes. Right. And, and they see it sort of as like, well, who's going to complain about me picking up poop from their yard? Like no one, surely. But a whole bunch of people told me that you cannot use dog poop for composting. For composting. Right. So that, that is at least what the general consensus that I have not further verified right. by any of my own singular Google searches. Not, not to say that's not what she was trying to do anyway. Not to say right. that. Yes, there is the distinct possibility that that person was was genuinely just attempting to use it for fertilization without the knowledge because they too have not done the singular right. Google they search. Were just, they got their composter. They were so excited. They're like, man, if only I could get more poop. Wait. Wait, there's this one yard. <laughs> Great idea. They have no idea. No idea. No uh, idea. So but that, that mystery is still out there. We actually don't know what's going on there. Unfortunately, I have no resolution. Okay. I, Yet, 
Yet. Who, you know, I didn't think we'd ever come back to this topic. So the fact that we've come back to it with new dog poop lady. New dog poop lady. Okay, let's hear the story. Okay. So I, I need to back up a little bit because I, I have had this this dilemma. So like I said before, my, my lot is on a corner, which makes it a triangle, which means I don't have a backyard. Okay. And because of the circumstances, it also makes it difficult to install a fence because the fence would then block the visual throughway for drivers in front of my home mm-hmm. for why watching for oncoming traffic to the side of my home. Okay. So there's a couple of like odd uh, circumstances as it pertains to your ability to own a dog in this specific property where you can't just like let them into your fenced in backyard, let them trot about, do their business, whatever. Right. So we have an invisible fence and I think I've talked about that before too. So like the dogs can't go to the sidewalk or anything. But one of the issues about the property is that it also has a mailbox physically attached to my home. So it's not like a mailbox at the end of a walkway that you go down and check. The, the mailman has to actually walk down my walk. Yes. And by total mailman logic, hates my dog. Ah, Dogs. So cliche. So cliche. If I, was, I know. if I was a mailman, I would go out of my way to be like supportive of people dog people's dogs just so I wouldn't be like a cliche mailman. I know. I know. It's like, yeah. yeah but, but, you know, to, to be fair, the, it's like there are plenty of people who are afraid of dogs and I'm sure that this particular line of work, yeah. just like the banana peel, you know, it probably comes from something, you know, yeah. it's like there's a reason why they're afraid of dogs and it's because they're constantly walking onto property and dogs are always barking at them. So, yeah, it's understandable enough, but I have had like this big situation with the mailman where he is like, you know, really, really, really doesn't like to go onto the property and the timing of it's difficult. You know, you like let your dogs out and the, especially with working from home, I'm at home more, which right. means I'm more inclined to like let the dogs out while I might be inter- intersecting with this guy. So anyway, in an effort to appease that situation and, you know, not put anybody in like a stressful situation because that's the last thing I want to do. It weighs on me, you know, like makes me stressed Mm -hmm. and then I start stress sweating and nobody wants that. No one wants that. Not at all. Oh my God, am I sweating? And then, then that thought makes you sweat more. I know. And then like, what you can't be aware of the fact that you're sweating because it turns you into a human sprinkler. (sighs) I feel like, yeah. Yeah. So Allie and I walk the dogs a lot. And so we're outside, uh, Uh, like on Friday morning and we're doing our usual lap around the block Mm -hmm. and we're like three houses down from our home and we're on the sidewalk and the way that the, the whole area is oriented, you've got like a, like the road, a small patch of grass, the sidewalk, and then respective property owners' homes. Okay. And the way that the city has it set up is that basically like you, you don't technically own that patch of grass on the other side of the sidewalk, but it's still your responsibility to maintain it. Like mm. they don't send someone out to cut it for you. They get to have their cake and eat it too. I, it's very frustrating. And yeah. it's even more frustrating for me because I have like a, like a, like a service that like fertilizes, you know, yeah. but they won't fertilize that because I don't own it. So I have this right. issue of like that patch of grass. Problem. I know not being as nice as like my yard, even oh. though. Yeah. Oh, well, I used to live in the same neighborhood you did. And I had a similar problem where said neighborhood, the, the norm is to have like a, a driveway that accommodates about one car and if you have a two car thing there's just street parking and so there's always this big problem of like well the the spot the, the road in front of your house isn't technically yours. Anyone's allowed to park there. Right. But if someone else does, there's not much you can do about it. True. Because you don't technically own that spot, even though, like, you kind of do. But, right, right. That's that's not the problem I'm getting at. In, I, I similarly had a, a section of grass between the, like... End the, of your property. The end of the, my property yeah. and the road that I had to maintain. But on 
that section of grass was this big old tree. That big like old tree. Overhanged over the road a little, and it was directly where you would obviously park the car. So right. the tree constantly over the car, constantly threatening to lose a branch and make you call your insurance adjuster and be like, uh, guess what happened? Right, yes, yeah. yes. And I mean... It, it was an old tree. Like, it looked dead. Okay. But because, like, and I had I had another tree in my backyard that was constantly, like, a big problem for me. You and I spent a day chopping it down. Removing it. Yeah, removed the tree. It was, it was a big improvement in the backyard. Oh, yeah. 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 This tree... I wasn't allowed to do anything to because I didn't own that tree. Because you don't own the tree. I don't own the tree. Yep. Oh, super frustrating. And oh, even worse, since I have moved away from that house, the city has removed the tree. You're kidding I me. I am not kidding you. It is no longer there. I was like, oh my, who, who, oh, mm. so frustrating. I mean, I died, I'm died. happy for the new owner so they don't have to deal with it, but I'm upset that I had to deal with it literally the entire time until like the day I moved out. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's been Ugh. like what, like eight months yeah. since then. Wow. So wow. 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 Anyway. Wow. Anyway. anyway. Very unfortunate. Yeah. Yes. So, Anyway, back to my uh, my dog walking story. So our big thing is that, you know, we, we started like taking the dogs around the block because yeah. then they're able to like, you know, get some exercise, go to the bathroom, do all that type of stuff. And so we're out walking and we're like three houses down from my house and our dog Chewy, who's this like, you know, he's a half Shih Tzu, half something else. So a regular Chewbacca. A regular Chewbacca. Yeah. 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 And, you know, he You wouldn't want to play him in chess. <laughs> Definitely don't play him in chess. <laughs> he's got moves. Yeah. He's got moves. So... He's popping a squat, you know, because yeah. he's a dog. Right. And that's what he does. And this this woman is walking down the street and, and she's sort of coming at us and like she sort of like removes her headphones and goes, wow, that's a beautiful house. When did you move in? And Allie and I are like, oh, we actually live like just down the block. We're like right over there. And she was like, oh. And then she like looks at Chewy and like gives me this like big glaring look. And I'm sort of like, why like, Why do you ask? Like, like and it was kind of like one of these things where I was like, I very much realized that you you said that out loud. Yes, yeah, okay. yeah. I was like, like why, like why, like why did you ask that? And she goes like, she's like, no reason, and then puts her headphones in and like stomps off. And so what I had originally thought was just like you know, Allie and I with our two dogs, you know, just being out. I thought it was just someone who has been like, oh, beautiful house, like you know, like right. just being a friendly neighbor walking by. Turns out, no, no, she was being malicious. Oh, well, I don't know about malicious, but she basically she was she was taking issue with the fact that. That, like, Chewie had gone to the bathroom in this, like, patch of grass. Okay. Which, and by the way, was, like, is dead. Like, literally, like, it was on dirt. Dead. Okay, it's on dirt. And just just so we're clear, you guys were picking up after. Yes, okay. absolutely. Yes, 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 yes. Right. And so, and I'm like, actually, this, this particular instance was actually, like, remarkable in that we had run out of our, like, little, like, leash, like, poop bags, uh-huh. you know, that you carry. Like, the ones that are, like, latched to your leash so yeah. you can, like, clean up. So I had specifically brought like grocery bags that we, you know, we like stuff into that drawer and you've got like 4,000 of yeah. them or whatever. Yeah. Always risky to use them for dog. Oh pickup yeah. Cause there's always inevitably they've got like that, like one tiny hole where they ripped, uh, uh, you know, detaching from the last grocery bag. Yeah. 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 And you're like, well, better just hope I don't grab that hole. There was actually a fun story once very early on in, uh, owning Luna. There was this moment where I was literally carrying a grocery bag and the bottom had completely ripped out of it. And I was talking to somebody and I was like, you know, you kind of use the, the thing as a glove. I reached through and there was no bottom and I just legitimately just picked up the poop. Um, And it was like, I I was like, no, 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 no. Worst. It was the actual worst. Oh my gosh. I was checking uh, my son, Nick, the other day. He, he had been passing some gas and I was like, boy, you've been, maybe I should check to see if you've done a little more. Uh Uh-huh. 
And I, you know, I went to go like, the way you check is just like peel back the diaper. <laughs> well, let me tell you, it was just right up to the edge. That's <laughs> right, right finger right in it. And I was oh! like, oh, that was so, I, was, I don't like it at all. How do we talk about poop so much on this pop? Look, uh, <laughs> poop on the pop. <laughs> are we going to start calling it the poop? No, we are absolutely not going to start calling it the poop. Good call, good call, good call. Probably shouldn't have put that into the, put that out into the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no good. That's but, no good. Now, uh, now I've planted the seed inside of someone manure <laughs> um, that's a kind of poop that is nicely done okay anyway so you so I'm standing there yeah. though yes and, and in this particular occasion normally we have these like really like they're like scented dog bags or whatever they're pretty small and discreet and stuff um, but on this particular occasion I had pulled like a um, like a Kroger grocery bag that was big and white like it was like a like a unusually large bag that I was right. holding and I like literally had it like pre-gloved too right. so like as this woman's walking by like I have this like look of utter amazement that she has like you know thrown shade whilst I'm like actively cleaning up this situation right like I'm like I'm 100% you know I, I believe doing like my duty <laughs> to the neighborhood and you know so of course you know I clean up we keep walking or whatever and Allie and I are just like what just happened like wh what are we supposed to do do like it, it, this is the type of thing where like in the context of dog ownership the idea of like taking your dogs for walks firmly falls into the category of like responsible pet owning right like the idea being like you know if you were not taking your dogs for walks then that would be like the less responsible thing to do right so this would almost be like somebody like chastising you for like putting money into like a retirement savings plan or something it's like isn't that the right thing like right. I'm to save yeah like have i done a wrong here right. and so you know i'm like befuddled a little bit because i'm sort of like racking my brain thinking like well, what like what else was i supposed to do and so like as i'm walking around the block i'm like slowly like scheming in my head and i'm like you know i'm getting pretty pretty like steamed oh, about this situation you, you had a negative encounter and now you're racing through all the arguments you wish you'd had yeah, yeah 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 like or like that i had just like 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 actually taken more of an effort to like speak to her more or something mm -hmm. and so you know i'm just kind of like oh my gosh so literally i'm like you know then walking around this neighborhood with this like bag of poop and the whole time in my head i'm like you know if i run back into her i'm gonna walk over and hand her the bag of poop <laughs> and then if she's like if she's like what are you handing me this for and be like it's just a bag and she'd be like no it's a bag of poop and be like if it's a bag of poop why were you so upset with what happened back there if i left poop in that person's yard oh you know like like yeah. as far as you're concerned this is an empty bag because right. i haven't done my and civil then, duty and picked up the poop after my dog and then she has to carry it she can't open it because she'll be proven wrong exactly exactly, exactly. she can't acknowledge the poop inside because right. the poop inside is the evidence schrodinger's poop schrodinger's poop exactly it both exists and does not exist exactly based on whether or not as you... long as she keeps it closed she might be right right but she can't give it back to you because that'd be admitting she's wrong also and she can't open it she's just stuck with a closed bag she's stuck with a closed bag which spoilers was white and you could see through it and had poop in it it sure did but that was like that was like you know the the justice that's like racing through my mind and right. i'm like oh, i could get you so good with this because it would use your own logic against you so anyway, I don't run into her sure. and it's kind of like one of these things where I'm just left to simmer on it. And it's kind of like, it's sort of like an odd thing because I think just the fact that somebody was like so unexpectedly rude to me stuck with me in this way that like shouldn't have, you know, oh, it's no, like, this is what always happens. Oh, I know. Well, yeah. Are like extra rude to you or you just have like a genuinely mean encounter like the amount it sticks with you is like so it like outweighs everything yeah I mean I got a parking like everyone has bad parking ticket stories everyone's so mad about them because no one wants them ever right but I mean 
mean, I, I went, I, I was, I parked in a parking lot once and there was two, it was two paid lots backed up next to each other. Yes. Right. And so I pull up and I don't know like which machine I'm supposed to go to. Oh, I see. To, to pay. Because it could be like this one or it, that Yeah, one. like, do I need to pay this one? Do I need to pay that one? And there happens to be a guy who's walking around like giving tickets to people who haven't paid. And I'm like, hey, I parked here. Do I just pay over there? And he was like, yep. And then I came back and he had just completely lied to me. And I had paid at the wrong, not only had I paid at the wrong machine, but then he had given me a ticket. And no. he was still there. And I was like, dude, do you remember me asking you about this? And he was like, yeah. And it was just like, oh, I was furious. Oh, it was like, man. You, it was like, you, you, what? Oh, oh my God. It makes me mad to think about it. It makes me mad to think about it on your behalf. I know. Like oh. that, the injustice, the injustice of that like, situation. I know. I was like, you knew I was confused. I, I talked to you. Right. And like, you even acknowledge remembering like, talking to me. Yes. Oh, Any, oh man. Anyway. Yeah. No, that is that completely infuriating. Yes. Man. Well. So anyway, yeah, same thing. So I keep stewing on it and like a couple days, you know, going by and like every time like I'm walking the dogs, I'm, I'm sort of like, you know, talking to Allie about it. I'm like, oh man, like, like I wonder, you know, like w will there be like a chance or something? And so I wake up on Saturday morning and I got up like just unusually early on this day. And it was kind of one of those like where I was like, well, I'm just going to go ahead and start like knocking out some chores and stuff. So I'm like, you know, taking the garbage out. I'm like cleaning up my yard, just doing this, that and the other. When all of a sudden I hear somebody walk by me and I'm wearing like a Virginia Tech like t-shirt sure. and the person goes go Hokies and so I turn around and it's Karen oh it's it's in the flesh oh my gosh that she's back she's back and so I'm Round like two. there's like this split second moment like sheer adrenaline like mm -hmm. like like fired inside of me and I and like all of a sudden I like you know I could drop what I'm doing I'm like man would it be okay if I talk to you for a minute oh, you talked to her I talked to her oh, I okay. straight oh, up dude, this is I'm like so excited oh my gosh I could not believe it it was like it was one of these things where I had spent like the last 48 hours of my life you just like like n I would not say like every second second of every day preoccupied with it or, or anything but like it was something that had rattled me enough and I walk my dogs frequently enough that like it kept like spurring the the right. wound back open yeah. like yeah. you know like every time like my dogs were going to the bathroom I was like am I doing something wrong here like have, have I like never realized in my life that like when I'm walking my dogs and like they go to the bathroom even though I'm cleaning up like that I'm actively like a problem right for the people's homes that we're in right and I'm like you know I'm like going through my mind and I'm like I've talked to people like I've, I've done it like in front of homeowners before, you know, and they're like, oh, that's so like such a cute dog. Is it an Australian Shepherd? Oh, look at the blue eye. Like, right. you know, it's like no one's ever said anything to me. People have always been so friendly. Right. And it's like your your base under has your base understanding of the rules just been wrong from the start. From the start. It's like, like she came out and was like telling the, the goalie he can't use his hands. Right. And the goal is like, have I been cheating? Like, why has nobody called me on I, this? Like, I've been, I feel like so many games. Yeah, so many walks. Popcorn Culture is sponsored by Shopify. Y'all are likely aware of the fact that we have our very own Shopify store, Carlin Brothers Mercantile. And it's hard to imagine not having it now, but arriving at the decision to open our own web store was a big one. In fact, we started our journey on the interweb back in 2012 and didn't finally open up shop until 2018. And a huge part of that is just not knowing where to start, but that's where Shopify steps in. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, which is a 
Fancy way of saying, it's a really easy and effective way to start an online business, no matter if you're operating out of your garage or have like a whole building or three or something. Once we were set up, our biggest concern was trying a new product only to discover no one was interested in it. But Shopify is powered with so many reports, more than you can even imagine. And this is so handy because it allows us to use data to better provide what folks are actually interested in. It's so easy to use, but even if you do find yourself caught in a jam, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash pop pop. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash pop pop now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash pop pop. Popcorn Culture is supported by Arena Club. Okay, so you guys know that I love trading card games and that me and Ben are big time collectors of Pokemon cards. You know, it's that childhood fantasy of finally being able to use adult money to buy those highly coveted rares of our youth. And like even in our office, we have not one, but two full display cases with some of our all time favorite rarest cards that we've pulled. But something I did not know existed when I was a kid in my youth was the grading process for trading cards or sports cards or whatever you're collecting. You know, to me, it was just like a rare Charizard is a rare Charizard. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter if it's been hanging out in my pocket with my lucky paper clip. Turns out it does matter and kind of a lot because if you get your cards professionally graded, it can add huge value. And then not only that, but once they're graded, they will like seal them in that pristine condition inside of a plastic case or what's known in the industry as a slab. And that's where Arena Club steps in because it's like buying a booster pack, but it's for a pre-graded card. Now, I know that can take like maybe a second to wrap your head around because you're opening physical cards on a digital platform, which means you open the pack online and see your polls where they can be added to your showroom for the world to see. But you can also request them to be sent to you at any time. So they have got a ton of pre graded cards and then you will get to randomly open one and then they'll keep it for you or they can send it to you or you can just like sell it or trade it online or whatever you want to do. But whether you're buying, selling, trading or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have got to check out. And right now you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash pop pop, which wow, that is a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's like $40 right there. Anyway, that's arenaclub.com slash pop pop for 10% off your first purchase. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. 
For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. And so, you know, basically I'm like, yeah, like, you know, the, the other day I was walking my dogs, I was just down the street here and, you know, uh, you had, you had like made a comment to my wife and I about like, you know, I, I think it was because my dog was like going to the bathroom and, and I was like, we were, you know, we were cleaning up after the dog. Is there like, is there something like I needed to be doing, you know, differently in that mm-hmm. situation? And she was like, like it, I, I, it immediately became clear to me that this is like something that she's got like an irrational oh, yeah. kind of like connection to like where it has been so kind of bizarre like uh like sort of like deep-seated problem that she's dealt with like yeah, in a way like, that like just goes so far beyond and so like I, I start having like an actual dialogue with this person who I had like one of these like negative exchanges with. I talked to her for like 20 minutes. 20 minutes? Outside of my house. Literally at one oh point in time, God. Alice woke up. I like look over and she's like, like literally like looking out the window, like hands up on the thing, like being like, what is he doing out there talking <laughs> to Karen? Oh God. So yeah, like I, I started asking her about it and she's like, well... You you probably have something figured out with that homeowner and you guys just let your dogs poop in each other's yards. And I was like, no, I just like I just pick up after my dog and I like I don't see like, you know, there being any like harm done here. Right. And, you know, so basically she she starts to go on about how she was like a horticulture major in college and how she's been spending all of her time and money and energy cleaning up these patches of grass in front of her house where all of the dog walkers in the entire neighborhood are like incredibly disrespectful and they're all always like specifically bringing their dogs to like her yard to, you know, like do their business uh-huh. and stuff. And I mean, it's, I don't know. It, it was, it was such an unusual interaction, like speaking with someone and going like so far into it. But she tells me that I was like, not even the first person she had said something to on this particular occasion. On this walk. Yeah. She's like, she's like, I'm, I'm sorry, you know, that I said something to you. You were like the 12th person. I'd already talked to like 11 people that morning. And I was just like, I had just had enough. And and it was like, you talked to 12 people like in like, one morning. How, what? how, what is happening in your world that you're like magnetized to dogs that are using the restroom? I like, I couldn't intentionally go out. Like, even if you go on a walk and you see people with dogs, the odds that you're going to see the dog while it's doing its business, you know, is pretty low. Right. And then to see 11 examples of it on a single walk, like... How long she been walking? How long had she been walking? Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe just forever. Maybe she is a, a like a, a sentient being of the of the streets, <laughs> you know, like just like Robo Karen. <laughs> Robo, oh gosh, out there policing dog pooping on yards. Right, right. <clears throat> no, so anyway, the the whole exchange, it was. I, I felt like it was this really unusual opportunity because I'm sure that anybody out there has had like a negative experience with something where where it seems like this massive misunderstanding happened and you never get that like chance to like speak to the person or figure it out. And I feel like in this like one fell swoop, adrenaline pumping, you know, like I'm standing there like talking to that person all of a sudden. Yeah. And it was just, I don't even know. I don't even know how to describe it. It was like, I almost felt like I was starting to like go into like a, like a counseling experience with this person mm-hmm. where like, as she started like venting about her like frustration with the dogs of the neighborhood. Yeah. Strangely, you could almost like see like her shoulders like kick back a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, and she was like relaxing herself and like it almost she's... seemed like she was like getting it off her chest and being validated, you know, in, mm-hmm. in this idea that like the waste of dogs in the world was the, like this major, you know, problem. It's... Oh, oh, you know what she did? 
She compared it, she compared dog walking, the dog's ability to hold it while they're out on a walk, to a human's ability to hold it while out on a walk. She, wait, sorry. Truth explain fact. that. Explain that further. Truth fact. So this is the argument she made. I'm like, sorry, I feel like I'm so emotional about this that I'm like, bits and pieces of it are coming back into my mind all in one like, you know, go. So yeah. The least coordinated story I've ever told, but, you know, you're getting the full gist of it. Okay, okay. So, she's, uh, the thing that she's saying, though, is that she doesn't understand why the dogs can't just hold it, like, while they're out on these walks. And she's like, you know, like, if you had to go to the bathroom, surely you're not pulling your pants down and popping a squat in my front yard. She, wait, wait, wait. She said, she said that to you. Those exact words. She's, oh, Those exact what? words. Dude, I can't believe you were, like, remaining, like, calm. I feel like, just go on. Yeah, no, no, I mean, and she's like... I'm speechless. She's like, well, and yeah, she's like, I don't even Does know... Does she know what dogs are? I don't know. I don't know. And this is the thing. It's like my want, my so bad want to see the world from other people's perspective is like trying my best here. Yeah. Like this is like, this is, it's like an overdrive though. You know, if I have like a little mechanism in my brain, mm-hmm. like a drinking bird. Yeah. That's, that's like the mechanism. It's yeah. like on overdrive. Yeah. It's drank all the water. The water's gone. There's no water left for the drinking bird. Right. And so. Now he's got to hold it. <laughs> <laughs> now he's got to hold it. And. Yeah, so it's just like, in in her mind, basically what she thinks you needed to be doing is that if the dog needed to go to the bathroom, then you needed to safely make it back to your own yard so they could do their business and then carry on with your walk. And and that is like your uh, effectively responsibility as, I guess, a, a dog owner. And it was just like, I, I don't know how to handle this. I don't know how to mentally like grasp it. And I asked her because that's the other thing is that in my neighborhood, plenty of people have like a little sign in their yard and they have nice, very well manicured yards and it'll just be like a like a dog like popping a squat and it'll say like no or it'll say like you know we love your pup but please you know yeah, like have not them on you, our lawn not on our lawn and the fact <laughs> of the matter is those signs completely work like if Allie and I see it we're like oh no problem like you know and we'll, we'll sort of like either like walk out into the street you know we'll like do something to like ensure that that's not where they go okay just to be like respectful of those things and so yeah I'm like well like you could you could try putting a sign in your yard I bet people would you know respect that and she's like no way if I put a sign in my yard people are gonna target me and I'm like oh my gosh like, oh, this is like this. This woman sounds like she has been dwelling on this problem in her own mind with no one to talk to about it for years. Like, I bet she has paced around her home speaking this argument out loud in fury. Yeah. 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 For for a long time. She's like, I can't. I, I, I like if you put signs up, that's going to target it. It's like that's like saying like if you put a stop sign up, you're just asking people to blow through it. Yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah. It's like, no, people stop at stop signs. Right. 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 Yeah. It's like we're going to put up a stop sign. You know what's going to happen? People aren't going to stop. Yeah. They're, they're going to try faster. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She I think that she has grown so cynical in this particular occasion. But so my my ongoing hope from it that like the thing that's like stuck with me is almost like I wonder if having had that conversation with her and presenting like a perspective that is like level and contrary to her own mm-hmm. like I'm like is there a chance is there a chance that I made a difference have or, you moved the needle have I moved the needle have I made her maybe just ever so slightly less likely to make a comment to another person has did she make you less likely to let your dog poop on a stranger's yard I would say that the whole exchange, the the big takeaway that I had, and I would say that like, you know, in the, the two days that it's been since that I've been, you know, taking the dogs on walks, I would say the biggest thing is that I don't know that I had ever, in the particular instance where Chewie was going to the bathroom, he was in that patch of grass on the roadside of the sidewalk. 
On the city-owned. The city-owned side. City grass. Yeah, city grass. That Karen mm-hmm. needed to point out that Karen maintains. You know, it's owned by the city, but you know who has to maintain it? Right. Karen does. Yeah. That's, she even used her own name. Wow. In that particular occasion, which is not Karen spoilers. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I, then I was like, well, I do too, you know. like Right. And, Gotta do it too. Yeah. She actually complimented me on my yard, just wow. by the by. Okay. Yeah. Not for nothing, but Karen likes my yard. Yeah. Did um, you explain to her that your dog poops in your yard all the time and you don't have dead patches? Yes, I did. Okay. I did say that. Yeah. So, so... She complimented my yard and I was like, you know where my dogs normally go to the bathroom? Right. There. Right. But apparently the dog poo in her yard is killing all the grass. Apparently. Despite That's... it being like a natural fertilizer sort of situation. D- yes. But, well, based on boss number one. Based on boss number one. Right. Maybe. Who's using Who it potentially as fertilizer. I would say the biggest takeaway that I've had is, is much more of a conscious effort to direct the dog to that city-owned side. Okay. Which, I mean, is not the easiest thing to do anyway. Gotta go, gotta go. Gotta go, gotta go. And, you know, sometimes it's just sort of like you're reacting to the situation. Like, I, I've had it be the case before where, like, I'm just trotting along with Indy and, like, next thing I know, I, like, look backwards and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, whoops. <laughs> like, I didn't realize you stopped, Indy. And then, you know, I just... I'm trying to do my best here. So what I really need from people is like, am I doing the right thing or, or is she right? I, like, I mean, I think like in the, like, I know the neighborhood you live in because I used to live there. And to me, the unspoken law, and it probably, it's probably is a spoken law <laughs> of neighborhood living where many people own dogs and walk them around the neighborhood is that one, you will pick up after the dog. Yes. And two, unless otherwise maybe specifically specified by a sign or something, it's, oh, it, you know, dogs are going to go where they're going to go. Just please pick it up. Right. Yeah. 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 So that, that, that's that been my understanding as well. But yeah, I, I pose it to the entire population. Ah, ah! Nailed it. Nailed it. Thanks. Uh, what do you guys think? Be sure to send your responses to uh, popcornculturepod at gmail.com. Okay, Ben, we have some follow-up here from... Other people who have been uh, scamming the accelerated reader program. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, this was so funny. Yeah. Which okay, you want to know what really steamed my grapes <laughs> was the number of people who were like, "Oh yeah, I took all the Harry Potter books and they were all worth fifty points a piece." And I was like, "Are you joshing me right now? Wow. With this, with the, you're 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 dangling your ability to have more auction dollars just." just right in front of my face. Do you reckon that the accelerated reader point system has like, had some like, I don't know, uh, point creep over the years? Like, like it has suffered inflation? Possibly. You know, or, or are like the one point books you read as a kid still worth one point? Mm, or have really... they, have they been like, okay, let's just, let's make it a, a, a wider pool. Anything that was worth one's now like 10. Right. You know, yeah. Yeah. Okay, but so this is the other thing, too, about the Harry Potter books, is that I felt like I was always darned if you did and darned if you didn't, because the Accelerated Reader, apparently at every other school, was ranking these things at 50 points apiece, but then anybody ever talked to about Harry Potter, is like, well, those are just kids' books, you know? Like, it's like, well, you're in elementary school, they are, you are kids. Right, like, is it, like, at what point is advanced reading? Because it seems like nobody, I mean, it's not, it's not, I, I would not consider the Harry Potter books to be advanced reading, but. I mean, we've delved pretty deep into them in we, our own personal lives. We have. <laughs> get as deep as you want with harry potter it's a big world exactly yeah exactly okay okay but yeah so anyway we got follow-up from Brittany turner who was talking to her husband about my accelerated reader experience yeah and apparently he had found his own unique way to 
to like game well, the system a right. bit. Yeah. Yeah. So you would you had talked about a friend before who would take all of the accelerated reader quizzes for books he hadn't read with the like basically like, hey, if I get two questions right, I'll take the I'll take the point four points. Right. You know, no big, no it's big. All going to the big total. Which a bunch of people did respond to and said that if you don't get eighty percent or more, then they don't count mm. towards your total. Okay. So, so that must have been something where they had realized that people, people had people, figured that out. Okay. But what Brittany's husband had di- had done was figured out that if there was not a quiz inside of the program, then it sounded like there was maybe a tab available for this particular book where you could like literally write the quiz. So it was like it was like this this weird loophole where like if you were able to like look up a book that was I guess in the system that had no quiz attached to it, then you the student literally had the capacity to create the quiz. That is such power because you could assign the point value. You could assign the point value. You could you could have all of the questions. You know oh, how what how sh- you'd have to be very strategic about how you assign the point value because clearly you'd want to like make it more than worth your while. Oh yeah, you wouldn't want to be like like. Uh, you know, you wouldn't want to make it like a hundred points. Be like, hey, look at this. Oh, oh my yeah. God, I jumped to the lead in the class. You, you gotta be like, that. don't be suspicious. <laughs> don't right. be you suspicious. Gotta, you gotta like, take what, you gotta take a little bit maybe more. Mm, how very, how very curious. Yes. It sounds like, if I had to guess, Brittany's husband had a teacher who was not very tech savvy and was signing in with like some admin rights and then being like, yeah, use it. Use it. You can, you can totally take, just put in your number here. Yeah, like My number, by the way, was 008. Okay. I have no idea what my number was. It must mean that I was like eighth in the, in the collective in the alphabet. alphabet yeah, yeah. On the class. That sounds about right. Yeah. C name. C name. Yeah. yeah it could be eight. There, yeah. could, there could be. That seems kind of low, honestly. Like, like, high, honestly. Yeah, it does. You got it a does. lot of A's and B's in there. Seems like normally I'd be like a zero, zero, four or something Right. You're like, like at the front of the C's. Right. Right. That's C-A. Kind of C-A. Huh. Weird. Maybe okay. you had a heavy A-B class. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Actually, speaking of our last name, you sent me something the other day. One thing that you and I have talked about, I don't think we've done it on the pop, yeah. is our desire, yeah. which is normal, to own a castle. Right. Exactly. 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 I, our desire, Ben, or the collective desire of everyone who's ever lived, right? Right. Exactly. Right. Everyone knows the feeling of wanting to own a castle. Right. It's like, yeah, it's like big stone building. Yeah. Need it. Exactly. Gotta have it. And I'm plus, plus, you know, we, I'm sure this is already a thing, but you could have CastleCon. Dude, you could have CastleCon. Everybody could show up. We're all in castle, you know? Right. Hanging out, high-fiving. Having a good time. Right. There's nothing about CastleCon that's not the most fun thing in the world. It, it occurs to me we could probably rent a castle for CastleCon. And I mean, it's not nearly as fun, obviously, it's, if you can't invite people to your castle. I know, right? It's like, yeah. welcome to our castle. Welcome to... Ex- that sounds like, so much better. It does. It sounds like worth not even doing the event. Right, right. Unless yeah. If you have to say welcome to the, the castle. castle. Oh. Oh. Wow. Oh. It just... The way it comes out of your mouth. I know. I know. Okay. It's like it's like a, a bucket of sour bandages. How would you say that? <laughs> I was trying to think of... I was trying to think of something, you know, really, really horrib- yeah. horrible. Yeah. Uh, people are just loving this episode of The Pop where we're talking about poop and sour bandages. <laughs> sour bandages. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, yes. Uh, we joke about it a lot. And, of course, one of the problems living in Virginia is just there's not that many castles in Virginia. And especially... Like, Not that many that are for sale. When yeah, when when the early settlers were were filling out, you know, like what was the deal with the complete lack of castles? It seemed like a, a prime opportunity. Like if you live in a place that's already got like its established castles, you can't be like you know sort of like a, ca- a castle serves a good portion of land. You feel like you want to like have nothing but castles. No, then it's not I special. Mean, no, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. you can only have a few. But 
hey, if you're like the first people here, you'd be like, guys, we could we could build the castle. I honestly, yeah, I feel like if I had been there, you know, like in 1607, I would have been like, guys, weekend project idea. Weekend we start project. building. I found some rocks over there by the river. We build a castle. We do it. Like we could go for it. And like Virginia is where people were landing. I know. You know? I it's know. Prime for castle anyway. And nobody considered it apparently. No, I guess. Well, which is I, probably for the better. Really, yeah. truly, when it comes down to it. But you can, there are castles in Virginia. Just, we have castles, dude. You can look up, you can go on Google and just type in castles and type in the state. They exist. Okay. okay. Sometimes they're a little like... It's a stretch called a castle. It's a stretch. It's not like a stone building with turrets. Okay, why well, need a stone building with turrets? Ob- that's obviously what we mean. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, like when you come to Castle Con, you, you, you'll get what you expect. Exactly. Yeah. It's not going to be like just a fancy house. <laughs> it's not just going to be like a big place. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> so anyway, we've talked about it. Someone shared me a link on Twitter that uh, apparently in the country of Scotland, there I guess when when people die, they you know they be- they bequeath all they all they own often in uh, a will or something. Right. To whoever they want. And if they don't, then the, the, uh, I don't know if this is the case everywhere, but I guess in Scotland, the natural progression is that it will just simply go to the next living heir. Sure. However, there are situations where people die and the next known heir or family relation at all is simply not known and they don't leave a will behind. Right. So you have what is called an unclaimed estate. Oh, so love the sound of it. So someone shares me this article. Jay, when you say un- unclaimed estate, you mean unclaimed castle. That that is exa- okay. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get there. Okay, okay, so this, okay. Continue. This link someone shares me is this this news article from somewhere in Scotland, basically saying that uh, there's over you know 700 or so unclaimed estates, castles, castle in yeah. When you say estate. It sounds like you definitely mean oh, a yeah. really big like, house. Like te- technically the property in which you formerly owned and it's like accompanying whatever's is is an estate. Like right. it, it could be like a brick ranch. Right. Whatever whatever wealth you attained during your life right. is your estate. Yes. But whenever people say like you like you think like welcome to the estate, you're thinking like courtyard. You're thinking castle. Castle. So anyway, this article says there's over 700 unclaimed estates in Scotland and if you have an unusual last name you may stand to, you know, inherit it. Yeah. And it lists... I think it's nine names. It lists nine names. The Like, the full spreadsheet has, like, you know, 700 or whatever. Sure. But it lists nine names. And literally the first one is Carlin. What? I know. I'm that like, is our last name. That is our last I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, of course, your mind immediately goes in and we're like, do we already... Could it... No. Do, is it even possible that we already own a castle? Guys, book your tickets now. Castle. Castle Con 2021. Castle Con coming to Scott. And I'm like, I always thought our family was from Ireland, but you know what? It's pretty close. It's pretty close. Could, Who's to say? Who could? It could be the same. Who's to say? So, and of course, this news article is like promoting, like, if you have one of these unusual last names, you might stand to inherit, a, you know, and you know, whatever it is. And you would think that the names they pulled would be, because this is the nature of the article, that the names they pulled would be associated with like the really fancy ones. Yes. Because they wanted, they put like a big picture of indeed what looked like a very cat. I like type. like if it is the one that we that we should be you know like heir, heir, heir to yeah yeah then I would have been I, w- I w- it would have been perfectly castle enough for it, me oh absolutely yeah so I'm like man okay 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 probably a lot of the 
probably a lot of the names on this list are just like, just, you know, Holmes, regular, but if, but if they, they obviously would have picked out the really cool ones to yeah. put in the article and ours was the first one. It must like, no way. There, there's an unclaimed Carlin Castle out there. The Carlin Castle even has, Castle. It's, 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 it's okay. the alliteration. Oh, uh, so I'm like, of course, it, like I'm like also thinking pretty much there's no chance we we're actually related to the person who left whatever estate behind. None whatsoever. But, if, but it's so fun to imagine. Yes, it so is. So you like you may as like well I may as well look because yeah, it's better to know for sure that I don't accidentally own a castle. Right. Right. I mean yeah you I mean you need to do your homework. You need if your there's homework. if there's a chance you check. Exactly. Exactly. If if a castle's up for grabs you check. Right. So I download the spreadsheet and I find that yeah there's this huge list and there is one person named. Carlin on it and it like lists the address and stuff like where they used to live and I'm looking it up I'm like oh my god let, what's gonna what's it gonna look like and it it is <laughs> It's just so unimpressive looking. <laughs> like, no offense to Stella, Stella Hilda, Stella H. Carlin, yeah. who left behind an unclaimed estate, but I think it was like an apartment in a not very uh, fancy section of town. It, it, yeah, like at least what Google Maps showed me when sure. I looked at it, it looked like there was a very real possibility that there was like a like an auto body like type of garage, you know, like a like a mechanic shop. Yeah, like either at the location mm -hmm. or maybe next to the location. It was. Sure. Kind of hard to tell. It was hard to tell. So, which no, nothing wrong with yeah. a good auto body shop. Nothing wrong. Like, I mean, I would say it's fourth on locations that I would hope to discover that I was heir to. Yeah. Is it? This was. I don't know. It was. It was. It was a little disappointing. I mean, not that we even. It wasn't. If if you found out you actually were related, it would still be cool. It would be so cool. It would still be cool. But I I really doubt that we are because I think our relatives would just be aware of this person. It would seem that way. It would seem that yeah. way. Well, and also what mom explained to me. So this is this is the hidden truth. The thing I don't tell oh, you. Oh, yeah. You have more information. Well, I told mom about it because I thought she would think it was awesome, which she did. Yeah. And she was like, oh, but you want to know what the problem is? Is that if you went to claim it, you would have to pay all of, in order to receive said castle, Right. you would have to pay all the back taxes on it, oh. which would be like, if it's a castle, right. chances are it's been like a long time's worth of oh, back taxes. Yeah. So like, chances are, even if you were heir to it, you might be heir to a gigantic back tax bill. Oh, that could be a problem. Right. To where you would probably need to then uh, potentially sell the estate slash castle, as it were, in order mm. to, you know. <clears throat> pay the taxes pay on the it. Pay the taxes on well, it. Well, yeah, that, that could be its own problem. It, it, that would be, I think the industry term for it is buzzkill. That would be a total buzzkill. Like if it you also, knew you were that close to a castle. It also occurred to me that even if we proved that our family was the family related to Stella, yeah. That we would not be the eldest living heir with a claim to it. It does also seem that that would be a potential problem. Right. If there's no finders keepers I in this particular... I, you, it, you know, who I don't, Who knows? It, when... Quite honestly, in the adult world, any circumstance that where I think finders keepers should come into play, mm -hmm. it pertains almost entirely and exclusively to castles. Okay, well, this is, this is my message out to anyone listening from Scotland who works in the unclaimed... States apartment that not apartment <laughs> department 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 that uh you know if you're looking for some Carla if you want to knock Stella off your list you know our family is a good place to start yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know like like how funny would it be if like we literally like took this space and like installed like an inflatable castle on top of <laughs> like you know what is otherwise like a make up rather modest home and it's like well now it's a castle yeah, I, I have no way to prove that we're related to this person. Well, we have we have like sevens of tickets available for That's the first right. ever CastleCon. CastleCon. Also, 
if you if your family owns a castle and would like to host CastleCon, you know, we could, we could talk. We could talk. We, we could yeah. talk. I mean, yeah. Look, What's there not to love about CastleCon? Look, Surely... Everyone's going to love it. Yeah, they will. Yeah. They will. Can we lie on the floors with like hay? It feels like that's a thing at castles is that I the mean, floors are made of hay. Well, it's it... like hay on rocks. I feel like maybe where the animals are, not where the people live. Oh, I see. Yeah. Am I am I focusing on the wrong areas of the cool parts of the castle? I mean, it's not like the stable isn't a cool part. It's a great part. You know, it's where horses. Angus would live. It's where... <laughs> have I talked to you about horses on the pop before? I have no idea. How... I don't. Have we? I don't think we have, but. Do you have a relationship with horses? I don't have a relationship with horses, Ben, but horses are a thing that I like. This is, I wish I was really into horses. You know what I mean? You, you like. It sounds like, why aren't you? You just could be. (laughs) You just could be. And yet, you're not. Well, here's, it's hard to be really into horses because as I understand it, horses are expensive and require lots of land and lots of probably a certain amount of like learning from a person about how to make how to take care of a horse and sure, stuff like that. Sure, I could see that. But man, it just seemed like horses are just cool. Horses are cool. You know? They are. Although I tend to be quite afraid of them. Well, they're big. They yeah, they're like they're quite big. large, yes. But like not not on my bucket list is to own a horse. Whoa! You know, Will I you don't name know. it Angus? I would not. No. What? Ben Ben, horse names are some of the best parts about owning a horse. Is you get to name it something incredible. You get to name it something Jay, absolutely Jay, off Jay. the walls. Popcorn. <laughs> this is my horse popcorn. Oh, that's not a bad name. It's not a bad it's name not. for a horse. But like horses can have like entire phrases for names. True. You know? True. This could be like your like it, it doesn't have to be popcorn. It could be like this is cheesy popcorn, you know? It could be like this is this is popcorn at the movies. You oh, know? popcorn you know what I mean? at the movies that's is a great, a great name for a horse. See what I mean? Oh, oh. okay, so, guys, when you come to CastleCon, you will there actually will be a meet and greet available for popcorn at the movies. Uh, that you, will be you the get official to, maybe popcorn at the movies should be the official horse of CastleCon. The official mascot, I'm sorry. The official mascot. Yeah, the official yeah. mascot. Popcorn at the movies, the horse. The horse. The horse. Yeah. Available now at Pop Bat CastleCon. Is CastleCon already a thing? Surely someone's it, already considered. Look, someone probably just because someone's had a CastleCon doesn't mean we can't also have CastleCon. You know, this is the type of thing that you could commit to in a variety of different ways. Like yeah. we could make it like a modern day Game of Thrones, like where we we actually go and figure out like whatever type of lucrative steps are involved with coming into possession of a castle. Like we need to like find someone who owns a castle on shaky grounds and like legal loophole them out of it. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Jay, this is the Game of Thrones. This is the... <laughs> Do it for popcorn. Oh my gosh. Popcorn at the movies. Uh, would we have a throne in the castle? Yes. Of course. Yes. Yeah. It'll, be, it'll be surrounded by hay. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's popcorn throne. It's popcorn throne. He, he, he can't really sit on it, but he can be near it. Have you ever ridden a horse? I believe that at a friend's birthday party when I was a child, there was one occasion where they had like a field in their backyard and I, I it may have been a pony. Yeah. Although I'm not totally sure if a pony is just a small horse or if there a pony are, is Ponies it? and mini horses are different things. Okay. Which to me growing up, I feel like this is uh, one of these things that was hard for my brain to dislodge. Like to me, a pony was just a baby horse. Right. Like, it, like that's, I feel like how it was taught to me as a kid. I don't think that's the truth. Like ponies evolve into horses. Yes. When they hit level 16. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, that's when your pony taught turns into your rapidash. Right. And, is, yeah. is level 16 correct? Level 16 is not correct. It's close. I think it's level 40. It's like way too high for how late in the game you get pony top. But, way too high. Huh? But, I'm, not, I mean, I'm not pleased with that information at all. Ugh, I know. Okay. Well, so anyway, 
I think this is the one occasion where I rode a horse. I think I was six mm. and it was very brief. I, yeah. I took one, one lap and I was like, okay, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I, I've, I've successfully ridden this horse. Actually, interestingly in high school, I would say for someone who was mildly afraid of horses, I consistently dated, uh, girls that were very big into like showing horses. Like oh. it was like something they spent an enormous amount of like time and energy into. Yeah. Like it was their, it was their cross country. It was like showing horses. It was like showing horses. Yeah. And, and I remember I went to like one of the shows. I was terrified of the horse. They big. They big. You can't, cannot undersell how big a horse, or even like, have you ever been near a cow up close? Huge! Like, they're so big. So, okay, that's the thing too, is I feel like someone told me once upon a time, if you walk behind a horse, they might kick you. Right. And that's like it for me. Like, like that's I, it. I was like, I like whenever I'm around a horse, I'm like orienting. It's like, I'm going to stand near your face here. Right. But then like, if you feed a horse an apple and you watch the way that it crushes an apple, you're like, do I want to be near the face? <laughs> I think, I think lest you are like standing behind a horse when a car backfires in front of it, you're probably okay. It's not going to kick me. Yeah, I, I don't think so. This is again, I don't know. I haven't been learned in the horse ways. We'll figure it out. But yeah, my, one, my only real experience riding horses is that when uh, we used to go to 4-H camp, which we've talked about yeah, we have, on yeah. the pop. And like one of the, one of the classes you can sign up for is like horseback riding. Yep. Now. I did not sign up for horseback riding, but I arrived at camp and they handed my little card that had all your classes for the day on it and it said horseback riding. And I was like, well, that's interesting. I didn't sign up for that. And they're like, oh no, don't, well, we can't really change it now. So you're gonna have to do it. Yeah. But don't worry, this is like, actually, I'm not sure how you got it if you didn't sign up because it's one of the harder ones to get into. And then I was suddenly like, pretty awesome. That's pretty cool. Okay. It's like, not to brag, right, when, when do you guys have horseback riding? Yeah, that's you right, you don't. It's not on your card, wow. That's right. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, I was on a wait list for it, you know, I had to make, call in some favors. That's right. Yeah. So uh, sure enough, I had to, I like every day that, that week at 4-H, I got to ride a horse and I was, you know, considerably smaller than I was now, probably than you were in high school. So the horse is even extra bigger. Even extra bigger. Even extra bigger. And it was the thing by the end of the week, I was like, this is pretty cool. Yeah. But like, that's really the only experience I've had. And I, it's not like I even like call back to that moment as the reason I want to be like more into horses. Yeah. But also, oh, here's another great one. Okay. There's this great hike in Virginia to the highest peak in Virginia called Mount Rogers. Yeah. You know, being, it's the weirdest hike ever because first of all, the peak is in the middle of the woods. Right, yes. So you get to the top, you can't see anything. Can't there's, see no view. There's, there's no overlook. Yeah. However, the rest of the hike, all the way up to the top, there's like no trees at all. So you get the view almost the whole way up until the actual top. How funny. But you wouldn't be looking at the view at all because you know what else is along the way? What else is along the way? Wild ponies. Jay, why have, why not, why have I not done this hike? I don't know, Ben. It's huh. the best. Oh my gosh. You can feed them. <gasps> Apples? Carrots? Whatever you want. How about popcorn? I mean, I feel like maybe... Maybe like we should do some research food on is what's maybe not a good thing for them. I yeah, don't know okay. about it though. We'll do some research on what's acceptable to feed our horses before yeah. we buy our castle yeah. and have our stable with, with Angus and, and popcorn at the movies. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's uh Okay. That's, okay. Well, Jay, I'm here to support you on your quest to own a horse. To own a horse because okay. partly this sounds like a really fun challenge it to seems like help it would be you so fun. It seems it seems like I I'm excited to help you uncover the ways of horse ownership. Yeah. It's going to be great. Was there a word for that? Probably something Surely uh, for, for equestrian. horse and equestrian. I, I, don't, I don't know if that's right. I feel like that's a certain kind of horse ownership, Jay, if or you're maybe it's not. If you're going to be an equestrian, you got to own it. 
Yeah. People at home who know are like, guys, you are so missing the mark. Anyway, be, <laughs> be, sure, be sure to email us if you have any thoughts or information about horse ownership at Popcorn Culture Pod. Or castle ownership. Or castle ownership at popcornculturepod at gmail.com. Otherwise, guys, thank you so much for tuning mm. into this week's episode of The Pop. I do want to give a special thank you to the following patrons, including Christy James, who wants to wish a happy birthday to her other half, Adam Logan, Sam Goldman, James Bruinsma, Addison Roten, Nathan Moat, Emmeline Barnden, Nimi Batter, Bata, hmm. hold on, let me try this again. Okay. Nimi Batatiri. That look, I think it's just Bati. Oh no, there is a, there is a second set of T's. There is. Batatiri. Batatiri. Hey, let's go with it. Catherine Andringa, uh, Janina, Cassidy Dingman, Ben Myers, Michelle Light Martinez, Julia Kendall, and Katie Beck. Oh, well, thank you all so much for your support on Patreon. Otherwise, guys, until next week, pop, pop. Regular talking voice. Just try to just try to speak in a volume that sounds like I'm telling Ethan about a story about a time that I interacted with a Karen. Oh, I'm so interested. Oh, man, I actually feel like there could be a game where you use the volume of your voice to, like, helicopter. I was literally thinking that exact same thing as you were doing that, and I do think that exists. Oh, interesting. Yes. Oh, you're, like, flappy birding it. Flappy birding it. God, that would be straight up exhausting. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.